The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. Hi, this is Andrew Van Furen and you're listening to The Daily Witness Podcast. And in today's episode, I want to talk about acting out on the love of God. So before we get started, I'm going to just say a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come before you. Lord, thank you for today's message. Lord, thank you for last night's message. Lord, lead me in this entire message today. Lord, I want your people to see what your word has to say about all these things. Lord, I want them to get a revelation. I want them to get insight. I want them to get an understanding of living the love life. Lord, let them see things they've never seen before. Lord, and I believe I receive it in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, so the time I'm recording this message, it is a Thursday. And uh, yesterday was our Wednesday's fellowship meeting. And uh, Maurice and I were preaching. And last night's message was titled, The Spirit of Receiving. And it was a love message. And this message had two parts to it. The first part was God loving us. I started off reading John chapter 3 verse 16, which I'm going to do right now. And this is from the King James Version. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And then, you know, I went through quite a lot of different scriptures through Jesus' earthly ministry that focused on his compassion toward the people even before he launched out and he met their needs. So, in these scriptures that I shared, it was there was quite a few different categories. There was dead freedom, there was healing, there was casting out devils, there was leading people, there was calling people into their ministry, there was raising the dead, etc., etc. And in all these scriptures that we shared, you can see that Jesus loved us first, and then the miracle was provided. So one of the things that I said last night was, every good thing comes out of love. Healing comes out of love. Prosperity comes out of love. Divine protection comes out of love. That's what the first part of the message was about. God loving us. And I shared plenty of scriptures where it actually says, And Jesus had compassion on them and he healed their sick. The second part, however, was us receiving these things in love. So God gives us these things in love. But then... We have to receive these things in love. And I went through scripture why it is important to receive these things in love. Because when you receive the love, that fear has to go. When you receive his love, your faith can work. And it was really a great message. And what really blessed me is that the people in our cell group, they actually saw it. They actually received from that message last night. And that's what, you know, church is about. That's what ministries are about. That's what fellowship meetings are all about. It's about people being fed spiritually. So we've been speaking a lot about you cannot just go out there and love others if you don't know how much the Father loves you. Because the Bible says, and I'm going there right now, the Bible says in 1 John chapter 4, verse 19, it says, We love him because he first 
loved us. But, you know, other translations, this is the King James, other translations say, we love because he first loved us. You've got to get a revelation of how much the Father loves you first before you can launch out and give that love to others. In Romans chapter 5, verse 5, it says, And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. We have received the love of God in our reborn spirits. Now, when Jesus gave us that commandment that we need to love others, we were supposed to love others with the love that he has given us. We cannot go out there and love others with that worldly, natural love. There's a big difference between the natural love, that filial love, and the agape love. The agape love is the God kind of love. There's a big difference between the two. Natural love is selfish. Natural love has terms and conditions attached to it. But the agape love has no terms and conditions attached to it. God loves us because he loves us. It's nothing that we did. It's nothing that we said. It's nothing that we're still going to do. It's got nothing got to do with our good intentions. God loves us. He loves us. He loves us because he loves us. And when Jesus gave us a command to love others, we were supposed to be loving others with that God kind of love. You know, in the natural, people love others if they give them things, if they are nice to them. And as soon as that other person backbites them or steals from them, all of a sudden they change toward that person. All of a sudden they start backbiting that person or shouting at that person or they hold unforgiveness toward that person. That's natural love. Natural love has no place in the kingdom. We are supposed to love others with that God kind of love. We're supposed to love others based on the love that God has given us. You know, I heard this once that the love of God is a decision. It's a quality decision that you're going to love the other regardless. They can treat you how they want. You're still going to love them. And, you know, the Lord has made that eternal decision that he loves us regardless of what we do. There are people going to hell every single day. There are people that's been knocked off the face of this earth every single day in different ways. And so many of those people are going to hell. But guess what? God still loves them. It doesn't change how he feels toward them. Now, someone might say, okay, but if God so loves them, won't he do something about it? Well, he did. He gave us Jesus. But guess what? Not everyone believes on Jesus. God cannot make someone believe in his son. I'm going to read that John 3.16 again. I want you to see something. And you're going to. John chapter 3, verse 16, and once again, I'm going to be reading from the King James Version. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. Now, remember, when God sent Jesus, the world was filled with sin. The world was filled with a curse. The world was filled with people who were ugly on the inside. Okay, I'm not talking about the physical appearance. I'm talking about ugly on the inside. The world was filled with people whose spiritual father is the devil. Okay, everyone in the earth was not made right with God yet, but God loved us. That's what the Bible says. For God so loved the world, regardless of who they are, regardless of their age, their race, their gender, what they've done, what they're busy doing, God loved the world. That 
he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him, believeth in Jesus, should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, you know, God wants everybody to have eternal life. That's why God sent his son. But not everyone is going to believe in Jesus. There are good people right now that's on their way to hell because they refuse to believe in Jesus. There are good people out there that hold on to their religion. They refuse to accept Jesus. So it is not God's fault that people are going to hell. It's not his fault. God has given us everything when he gave us Jesus. Jesus is our sacrifice. Jesus is the one that took our sin. And when you believe in Jesus, you believe what he has done for us. So why did I say all that? Because God already loves us and we are supposed to be operating in his love by loving our neighbor. We're not supposed to love everyone else based on our own feelings. Guess what? A person's feelings go up and down. People get irritated. People get angry. There are times where people want to vent. We're not supposed to love others in our own ability. We're supposed to love others based on the love that God has to us. Now I'm going to say something that might strike your thinking. I've heard so many times how people, they declare out loud they believe God loves them. And that's awesome. But they don't act out on what they believe. Which means they don't really believe that God loves them. Because believing that God loves you, you've got to believe it from your heart and not from your head. Listen to this. I'm going to jump over to 1 John chapter 4, verse 16. You should know this verse of scripture. It's, it's awesome. It says, and we have known and believed the love that God has to us. God is love. Do you see? We have known and believed. This is something that you don't do from your head. There's no faith in your head. Faith comes from the heart or the spirit man. Now, when a person goes out and they say, oh, I believe God loves me. No, you don't. You know God loves you when you're operating in it. That's when you know God loves you. That's, that's your evidence when you act out on it. That's your evidence. I just want to show you an example of this in the natural. Say there are two people that's dating. And they keep saying they love each other. And they keep saying they love each other. And they say it, and they say it, and they say it. But they don't do anything about it. They just remain boyfriend and girlfriend. They don't take their love to the next stage. When a man believes in his heart that the girl that he's with really loves him and he really loves her, guess what he's going to do? He's going to propose to her. He's going to go out of his way to make sure that she is his forever. He's going to act out on believing the love. But there's, there's people that uh, they confess love for their partner. But the way they act paints a different picture. You cannot say you love someone, but you're cheating on that person. You cannot say you love someone and you're abusing that person. Actions speak louder than words. If you really, really do believe that God loves you, you're going to really act out on that love. You're really going to love others. If you're not loving others, that just shows you don't believe that God loves you yet. And that's fine. 
but go for it. Get that revelation. Get into teachings. Get into scriptures. Start acting out on it. Start practicing it. There comes a time where you've got to put your money where your mouth is. If you love your partner, you're not going to abuse them. If you love your partner, you're not going to have a roaming eye. You're not going to be checking out everyone else. Actions speak louder than words. And if you want to see a scripture of this in the Bible, I'll gladly share this with you. First John chapter 3, and I'm going to be reading from verse 16 to 18. This is powerful. This is powerful. I want you to see this in your own Bible. I want you to record these scriptures. I want you to go back and read what the Bible has to say. Listen to this. Hereby perceive we the love of God. Because he laid down his life for us. Once again, love is an action. If you believe God really loves you, you're going to act out on it. So let us continue. Hereby perceive we the love of God, because he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. You see, when you know how much you are loved, you know how much the next person's loved. And when you know how much the next person's loved, you are going to love that person with that love that God has given you. This is verse 17. But whoso hath his will's good, and seeth his brother have need, and shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? So basically what this verse of scripture is saying, if you've got enough food, and you see someone's hungry, and you don't help them, the love of God is not in you. It's one thing to go around and say, yeah, I know Jesus loves me, I know God loves me. But you don't live that lifestyle. You don't really believe that God loves you. You can only give to others what you have. But if you're not giving to others, guess what you don't have? I'm going to tell you two stories. Uh, years ago, my parents were walking past this one park, and there was a whole family living under a tree. Okay, they were living in this park under this big tree, and my parents invited that entire family to live in our house. Back then, we had a four-bedroom home, and one of those bedrooms was mine. And I was kicked out of my own bedroom and I had to share a bedroom with Trevor and this whole family moved into my bedroom and my parents fed this family. My parents was good to this family and we gave them free accommodation until the husband eventually got a job and they were able to move out. Another time there were these two people living in this one house around the corner from us and something happened and this whole house burned down. Thank God these two men were not in the house when that happened. But my brother came home and he told my mother about it. And my brother said, okay, we got space for them. And we took in two more people. And that's just how my mother has been for years. That's just how she is. She cannot see people go hungry. She cannot see people live on the streets. She has to do something about it. And she's always had this dream in her heart to have a soup kitchen to help the needy. And that's what love does. When someone really believes, and I'm talking about really believes that they are loved, they cannot continue living the lifestyle that they were living in. They need to change. They need to start loving others. They need to start acting out on it. You know, when I got my healing, I couldn't keep my mouth shut. I went around testifying to everybody. And you know that there are two people that I know personally, that have been struggling with health issues. And I was inspired by the Holy Spirit 
to write a book on receiving your healing. And I did. I wrote the book for these two individuals. And the book is called Receive Your Healing. And it is about my testimony, along with all the other insight and revelation I got on my road to recovery. I wrote this book because I wanted these two people to receive their healing. I wrote this book that others can get this book and feed on it to receive their healing. That's what love does. That's exactly what love does. A person that knows how much they are loved doesn't just walk around holding everything back for themselves. You know, the Bible says faith works by love. That's in Galatians chapter 5, verse 6. When Jesus was in his earthly ministry, when Jesus walked the face of the earth, he knew, he knew how much the Father loves him. And guess what? He loved others. He lived a lifestyle of loving others. Him going to the cross was him obeying the Father because he loves the Father. It was him putting us first. He put everyone first above himself. Do you see that? Jesus never went about thinking about his own needs. He was thinking about the Father. He was thinking about everyone else here on the face of the earth. That's what love does. So if you're not living the lifestyle of love yet, you've got work to do. And my best suggestion to you is receive his love. Spend time in teachings that reveal to you how much the Father loves you. The more you build that image up on the inside of you, it's going to be easy to love others. It's going to be easy. It's going to become a lifestyle. You know, I've said this many times before. There were times where I would pray for people and those prayers would come to pass so quickly because I was walking in love. But when a person just prays for themselves, when a person just speaks word over themselves, when a person just gets into different teachings, that's all about them. When a person just gets into various teachings so they can prosper themselves, they're going to have a hard time receiving from God because the Bible says God is love. This system is quite simple to understand. God loves us and he has given everything to us in love. We are supposed to receive everything in love. We are supposed to love others. We are supposed to live the love life. Everything is supposed to be love motivated. I hope you got something out of this. I hope that this has given you a lot to think about. I hope this has answered a lot of your questions. Praise the Lord. God loves you. We love you. And remember, faith comes by hearing. So keep on hearing. Hey everyone, if you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow Into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.